killers, demons, ghosts outside Screaming you can run but you can't hide You can't scare me, I'm already dead inside No Child's Play? I, I, I don't I know, I haven't, I haven't seen Child's Play in I'm a long time I'm not a Child's Play guy I don't know. You're not a fan? I don't know, just doll movies And campy, right? Like, mm-hmm. I remember seeing, I think, Bride of Chucky theater (laughs) (laughs) i've got like some memory of something yeah like and i also i kind of have this memory that was creepy too to me like that it kind of worked but i just have no i remember yeah i remember people talking about it as being such a huge scary movie like i was telling you about it the other day like being like being 10 11 when you're excited about those movies that oh is this too scary for me to watch like am i tough enough to watch being kind of hard as fuck when you were the one who saw it on the playground yeah, yeah exactly like it had that and child's play had that too but i mm-hmm. don't think i ever saw child's play um back then and i don't even know if i've seen the first one i think i've just seen i did of chucky I, that's i that seems like the right time for us to have seen a like bride of chucky seems like right when i would have yeah. been watching scary movies young for the first time um so that may have been the first one i saw too if i've seen any of them to complete what do you remember of that I can just kind of remember like the way that I feel like I saw Chucky, a lot of Chucky. And I feel like I the way that the doll moved mm-hmm. was like pretty effective. And like I can see like low lighting, this like clay almost looking doll um, co- costume puppet thing. Yeah. You know, I, I, I don't know. Very, very, very vague connection. I'm like already burping. I'm having like, so we haven't even had any beer yet, but my body is having like a Pavlovian reaction to being in front of the microphone and all of a sudden I'm burping. Just get gassy in front of the microphone. (laughs) Just trigger something. Um, Yeah. I remember the poster Chucky gets lucky and it had Mm -hmm. this like female Chucky played by Jennifer Tilly and then Chucky and Chucky's eyes were like wide and excited. Like the most insane poster. So I kind of love that about the series that it just goes off the rails it seems kind of like leprechaun maybe yeah like it steers into the silliness yeah absolutely so i look forward to whenever we do those never never no we, we'll do them we'll do everything we'll see every fucking horror movie yeah, yeah. today I'm, I'm a grumpy boy yeah dave saw isn't feeling that well today but no. we're gonna get through this yeah i'm gonna um this is gonna be my level of enthusiasm mm. top to bottom it's kind of your level of enthusiasm for the first step of the day, regardless. <laughs> I was going to suggest that in the future, we start with you chugging a beer. Because after you've had a few beers, then you're kind of like more light and peppy. Woo! But oh, I, I bet you could like easily figure out, if you even if you didn't know, like which episodes were our first of the day and second of the day based on yeah. your energy level at the start of the podcast. Sure. No, I would buy that 100%. So when I start this thing, it's always miserable. Yeah. Sitting but now you have a days. justifiable cause. Yeah, for the once in my life, <laughs> I have reason to not want to be here. No, I'm excited because um, lately it's been a real uh, home invasion movie central um, horror scape in my brain. It's yeah. been all home invasion. I've been thinking real hard about it. Um, we've been talking about it a bunch. Yeah. We both watched that French one. Them. Them. Eels. Yeah. Yeah, which I think we talked about maybe last episode or the one before. I think it's been talked about on a couple episodes yeah. at this point because you saw it and then I went and saw it. Yeah, give yeah. us your give us your take and your update. You've heard my opinion. I may, yeah, I think we may have already I may have already brought it up on the recording. I don't know, but I think we just talked about it on Facebook. Okay, cool. Facebook um, is a social media app. For yeah, no, you're know. right. You're <laughs> Facebook Messenger specifically. Um, yeah, just I, to catch the scared cats up. I, on you're right. You you're, you're totally right. I really enjoyed it. 
and uh and it turned into this conversation um about uh comparing it to other home invasion movies yeah like remember it, it became a very stranger centric conversation between us mm-hmm. um i really really liked them um i really great twist which works really well for me right that's the yeah the big thing that fucks with my brain is when you know at a certain point in the movie you're given some information you're like holy shit i can apply that to everything that's happened previous and it you know changes your look i love that i love that so much yeah i was Um, especially excited for how you would react to just that ending that like kind of meaningless mm -hmm. um oh this is just kids who want to play or whatever get some sense of yeah it just none of it really mattered yeah Um, i gotta say like when she like is crawling to the end of the tunnel and there's like that that, like water drain grate she can't get past she's just screaming yeah that was uh, could i don't know that was going by on the highway yeah just amazing way to end it you know i like i kind of wish they had showed like her crawling for the end of that tunnel and then they cut it there and showed the kids like going to school yeah you know just running to catch the bus right you know, before it showed what was at the end of that tunnel, and then the last shot of the movie, instead of cut the, back after to show yeah, how to show close her she was. screaming, like because it would have you would have thought that she got away, yeah, you know, kind of, or she was like right at the end of the tunnel, and then just that last scene of her like screaming with her arms, like that's interesting, of, yeah, that's uh, that's kind of one of the endings of the descent. I can't remember which is the real one because I've seen different endings, yeah, right. But one of them, I, you know, the one I'm talking about, I I remember I'm thinking of the one where she gets yeah. stuck and she like there's like the light and she can't there's like there's one where she's she gets out and she's driving away and then has some jump scare in the car like the um one of the dead girls all covered in blood is sitting yeah and then it cuts back to her being in the cave the normal ending is the car one the car but then does it cut back after that to her just still sitting in the cave i think that's the other ending yeah yeah, that's the other right right. yeah but that's that same kind of a kind of great which is a great idea like fake that you got out yeah fake they got out and then show at the end no never never really escaped yeah but so my comment on them is that like the that's a great tricky reveal like really got me really cool um but the overall violence and like the fear that i had for the characters was low throughout Mm. most of the movie right there was like probably that attic scene where there's like all the plastic hanging yes yeah yeah that was a very very tedious scene for me because there's just so many like someone jamming jamming their arm through like right into the shot over and over and over again and like this house that they were in was you know seven million square feet gigantic like the biggest house in the world yeah i really liked the house like that was yeah. such an exciting part of it, it there's so many different rooms to explore yeah you do a home invasion movie you gotta have a pretty good home to invade. something interesting yeah yeah on that note strangers is kind of a run-of-the-mill home right like there's not really that many yeah. rooms like it all just is pretty localized there's something like it's just like having a sliding door that can just be open in one shot you know that's one of the creepiest things ever yeah yeah, yeah. seeing someone run downstairs because they're worried someone's gonna get in their house and one of the doors is open like right so it's just so good but yeah it's uh you're i think the house is definitely better in uh, them <laughs> than strangers but yeah, i wasn't really taking the house into account in uh i don't know if we talked strangers. about it on here but on when they were making hush i i heard mike flanagan talking one time about um making that movie and for writing it the two of them just kind of got that house and rented it out and they just spent time saying, okay, you go inside. I'm going to walk around and I'm going to try to get in and you try to keep me out. 
And that's how they kind of oh, wrote a lot of the sequences. Came up with some of the sequences. Yeah. That's so cool. He looked at the house itself and didn't write it with a script, but like looked at, okay, physically, how would I try to get in? And like, oh, that, that window yeah. I can climb to. So that way you're yeah. not making something fit a script, ideas that you're coming up with beforehand. Right. You're just letting it naturally happen with the house that you're given. That's so perfect. And like, there's a, how long would it take me if I noticed you out this window trying to get your phone out of your friend's pocket yeah yeah how long did it take you to jump back in the window before i could run down like that's so great yeah i thought it was a fun little story oh, wow i love hush yeah hush is a really good one so we've done a bunch of these kind of home invasion home invasion type movies i guess or maybe at, at least talked about a, a lot of we them. talk about them a lot yeah you're right i guess we've only done what hush hush is that it hush yeah hush and then this is, okay great so hush but we've talked so much about the strangers because yeah. you love it so much strangers and high on my list. talked a lot about them and now today we're doing funny games yeah finally uh brad pitt's in this one yeah i'm pretty excited <laughs> brad pitt's brother yeah fun end games this finally a great. callback to the brad pitt michael Pitt joke. <laughs> i've been, been waiting 15 16 episodes but i've here been we go. i've been both putting off watching a movie with michael pitt in it he's weird and i don't like it <laughs> um yeah you you respond negatively to that weirdness i really like his weirdness yeah he, he's just he's like casey affleck to me <laughs> <laughs> to me i feel like he's more in the vein of like ben foster from pandorum and i maybe not the character that ben foster plays in pandorum but the characters he usually plays like in 30 days of night where he's kind okay. of just this weird looking kind of twitchy creepy yeah. dude you know Yep, no, I would describe um, Michael Pitt as a weird-looking, twitchy dude. Yeah, that, yeah, to yeah. that totally jives. And I was like really into Boardwalk Empire. And oh, yeah, first, he's big. I, I first never season saw that show, specifically, but... he's he's big in the first season. Right. Um, and I really, really, really liked him in it, but I don't like him. <laughs> and I think the big movie that turned me off for him, um, that I, honest to God, if I'm being totally honest, I didn't finish it, uh, was I Origins. Yeah. I stopped watching it because Michael Pitt was just not working for me. Yeah. That is a real, I mean, I would, I would love to talk. I'll talk to anyone about I origins because yeah. I've never been more conflicted about a movie. I think really? where like, I kind of hate some aspects of it so much. Some aspects of the dialogue, the plot, the, the concept itself is so stupid yeah. yet emotionally it pulls me in so much. And I, this huh. is how I feel about a lot of Brit Marlin movies. Like that's the same writer, director, team that did um the oa on netflix sure okay yeah i don't know if you did you get past some I, of the opening episodes of that no and i was gonna watch the oa recently and i was talking to a friend and they're like i fucking hate that show yeah yeah <laughs> like i'm so conflicted about it because i do love so much of it and i like i'll watch anything that they do because i always find it somewhat conceptually interesting but it's yeah. just a little too up its own ass in terms <laughs> there of there you go that's kind of describes how i felt about it yeah yeah it's yeah. it's like a little pretentious -y, a little bizarre and high concept that doesn't always work but in at some moments yeah. i think it works very very well yeah i think it could have something to do with like sloppy dialogue in a movie that's a little pretentious is like one of the most like nails on a chalkboard mm, yeah. like i can't get past if it. you're gonna be pretentious at least do it well yeah at least be pretentious <laughs> verbally too yeah. not just in one way yeah and there's like one moment in i origins where she just like looks at michael pitt and is like i guess the eyes really are the window to the soul and, and he's probably like epiphany shot of his face mind like, blown. <gasps> it's like fuck off i just figured it all out about science and evolution yeah, yeah fuck that <laughs> i'm sorry That's yet just getting yet all I mad really no get, go ahead <laughs> yet i really liked it a lot and want to rewatch it again now that we're talking about it yeah and you know what i'm totally game to watch it i think we should just get together and watch that movie yeah that I wouldn't fit it, this podcast but no 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 fuck this podcast i don't even yeah like i this really podcast. i'd be curious to watch we should watch at least some brit marlin type movie and we can watch creepier ones ones that might even be considered horror 
um sound of my voices i guess it's more kind of culty mystery have you seen that one uh not all of it right um so funny games yeah this one all oh, right you 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 know about its history somewhat that it's a shot for shot remake shot for shot remake of the film he made himself yes. in 1997 his own film originally michael hanukkah wanted to do this in america set it in america make it with american actors but he couldn't he couldn't make it happen okay he wasn't able to get the funding he wasn't able to get some studio to back him with that project so making this again in 2007 10 years later he feels he was able to do what he wanted with the movie he's like no this this should be like this is a story that i want to direct towards americans it's Mm -hmm. about american culture in a certain way so it should star americans and should be in english that's really great i mean that's like a best case scenario i think that's one of the better reasons to like remake a movie rather than like "Eh, this hasn't been cashed in on in a while no it's like it's like it's almost like he could he wasn't satisfied you know yeah or he want like if you originally want to do something and that's your vision and you're forced to scale back for whatever reason you know revisiting it later Mm -hmm. to like make it look like how you wanted it to that's i don't know that's one of the better reasons to do that it's it's incredible it's incredible to i mean making a movie isn't easy so Mm -hmm. to to want to go through everything again yeah for the same project yeah you must really really want all that to do later too yeah this particular way you know Uh, yeah that's that's really encouraging and exciting yeah yeah um he have you seen any other of his movies he did this movie called white ribbon that i saw um it came it was his next film after funny games I don't think so. That um, I checked out because I loved Funny Games so much. And it's like, it takes place at the start of the 20th century in Germany. And it's just all kind of like the weird kind of country life. And the, in particular, the weird behavior of all the children in this kind of town, this small town in Germany. Okay. And the underlying concept is, oh, these kids are the kids that grow up to be Nazis. Whoa. Yeah. So it's like, let's look at, it's like an examination of the childhood of the people who would end up becoming wow. kind of Nazi leaders. So it's very interesting. Um, Jeez. Okay. Film. Yeah. Yeah. That's a heavy concept. Yeah. That's it's cool. it's not like intense horror. It's just unsettling, like sure. very unsettling. Sure. 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 Um, all the way through. So what I do know about this is like, if you know what happens is like ruined. Like, do you can... know things? No. About... No. You don't no. know much? Because I, I remember you saying the other week that yeah, you might've read a spoiler. No. Uh, I was trying to think this morning of like how to word it so yeah. I could like explain. I've got this sort of like inkling of a like a suspicion, perhaps sort of a suspicion and not so spe- specifically for what will happen because I don't know, but yeah. almost sort of like what the payoff's going to feel like is what I have a suspicion. About. Vocalize it. This is great. I, yeah, I don't know. Like, okay, I will. Yeah, um, yeah. My I'm, I'd love to hear like the expectations before yeah, just like yeah, with and monsters, right? I was telling you sure. all these things that I felt before. Yeah. You got to have the satisfaction of. Yeah, and yeah. You, you like nailed it. Yeah. Um. So I guess my expectation, and it's so vague and it's based on very, very little because mm-hmm. I tried not to research it, Um. is that like maybe there's going to be some sort of like I feel like an almost like a cruel sort of gotcha at the end where for some, and again, I, I know literally nothing. I, mm-hmm. I know, I don't know the names of any of the characters. I don't know the circumstances by which any of this happens. Um, I don't know if it's something somewhat because of the title or because of like the first few words of a IMDb like user review that I read. Right. But something along the lines of like, it's all like beautifully meaningless or like something, mm. something that like, um, to get real invested is going to be my downfall. I think as a viewer, mm. that's the impression that I get. Okay. Um, that's great. That's a lot. Those are great. I think emotions and um, feelings to go into this movie with. Okay. Yeah. And, uh, but at the same time, I'm also like just going to watch a cool home invasion movie and they're like, really, really yeah. doing it for me lately. 
great yeah i'm i'm so excited to see what you and i'm so excited myself to rewatch it i haven't watched it in three or four years how many times did you see it when you oh i've seen this movie um probably half a dozen times okay okay like it's a movie that i love to show people yeah there's like i think in your first two viewings if you put enough time between them and after like you can watch a movie and kind of still not see some things coming and really enjoy some spooks and oh yeah it's again it's been long enough that i say three or four but it might be closer to five or six yeah but that's that's what i mean like when you get up to five and six then it's real cemented like when we did pandorum Mm -hmm. i wasn't like surprised by anything right you know i just loved it the whole time yeah because i had seen it so many times right i feel like it's probably pretty cemented in your brain yeah no sir I, I meant i meant years like it's oh, been i said oh, three or four years, years but i think it's I been thought... five to six years so i'm i'm actually excited to oh to be shown things that i've forgotten because okay. it's been it's been a while that's enough time i suppose yeah, 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 yeah. over half half a decade uh yeah longer intro but that's what happens when we take a week off we have more horror shit to talk about yeah, before starting right. the episode that's right. So I guess we should uh, have a drink and watch a horror movie. Let's do it. Uh, cheers. Cheers. We don't get emails. We should tell. Yeah. Scary cats about our email. We should maybe throw out all the contact info every time so people can reach out. All right. Dave's home phone number is 416. <laughs> Go on. Um, get Dave. That's G-E-T-D-A-V-E. I'm looking at my phone as if there's a keypad right in front and I can say the yeah. letters, but you're just going to really quickly rattle them off, but it's no, nope, yeah. it's just a screensaver. No, it's just, we're in the smartphone era. This isn't 2011 or 2007 when they have those flip phones or a single flip phone for three family members. That's all they have. Oh yeah, that's right. And no landline. Back at, back in like the days of like the funny games. Yeah. What'd you think? What'd you think of the movie? It was really, really fucking good and like <laughs> super weird some weird twist that you gotta like come, then come to terms with that i still uh, like i've seen it many times and i'm still wrestling with like you know, what exactly what is this movie yeah. yeah what are they trying to do what's happening who are these people yeah yeah what did it mean yeah one so one thing the director has said is that one thing that kind of loosely inspired and something that really terrified him was hearing about these crimes that were done by the kids of very rich well-to-do parents in somewhere in europe there's a series yeah. of crimes committed by these 20 something kids who had perfect upbringing perfect childhood perfect education all the opportunities ahead of them and still committed some horrendous acts yeah and that really freaked the director out reading about these crimes because like well, what's what's the impetus like there's no motive yeah i thought crime is always supposed to have some crime kind of is a... like poverty driven or revenge driven not... right you have it all and you still want yeah and you still I just can, want this crime yeah i can see that being crazily unsettling yeah, yeah so that that obviously is some inspiration but i've also read that he really wanted to make a commentary on uh, violence in film for american audiences and how violence in film is something that's kind of normalized and expected and sadistic for the viewer to just want to watch i mean we're right. constantly asked throughout the film by Peter and Paul or Tom and Jerry or Beavis and Butthead. Yep. <laughs> yep. The, those are great duo names that they had the whole time. Yeah. Jelly Rolls and yeah. Michael Pitt. We're kind of like, they're always, or one of Michael Pitt's always looking at camera and being like, is this what you want? Like, do you want them to get away? Like, you yeah. want to stick around, right? They always talk about entertainment as what they're doing to these family members. And yeah. And Michael Hanukkah said, like, yeah, you as the audience, like, you can be frustrated at the end that the family doesn't get away, but you chose to keep watching. Like, you're the one who wanted, you wanted this result in some way. Yeah, he, that's a, it's a real um, kind of like shove it down your throat sort of like, yeah. uh, I don't know, It's like message. It's, to yeah, it. it's like trying to make you, the viewer, feel guilty for what's happening to the protagonist and not blame just those two figures, but also blame yourself for 
somehow participate in by viewing. Yeah. Uh, um, so welcome back to Dave's Game Corner. I'm going to connect this to a video game, as I, as I like to do. Oh, great. We need um, a little like um, sound clip <laughs> for that, Dave's Game Corner. Welcome back to Dave's Game Corner. Um, so yeah, thematically speaking, uh, that's really similar to the Metal Gear Solid series, um, wherein uh, Hideo Kojima is making a, a huge commentary about, um, specifically in Metal Gear Solid 3, you walk down this river and it's full of, um, it's like an endless river and it's full of the ghosts of everyone you've killed throughout the whole game oh my god yeah <laughs> all the bosses and all the enemies and the fewer you kill the fewer you see like it's a uh, holy shit yeah it's really um it's exactly i think hideo kojima talked about how it's about the commentary is um and the whole idea of these games is like it's violence being chosen by the player you know because you can sneak around the whole metal gear solid's all sneaking you can yeah. sneak around just about everything but the player tends to incite violence and choose violence and um, and yeah, how it's all for the benefit of an out, an external viewer, right. more or less. So, and you have to deal with those consequences playing it, that game. Exactly. And you got it. You see them kind of manifest, which right. is uh, similar right. to yeah. sort of what we're seeing in this game. But it's like those looks to cameras and those, those snarky comments Ooh, that are showing down your front. Like those are, th- that's kind of one level of, okay, what's happening? That was messing with me. It's, right it's, the it's yeah. catching you off guard because you're watching this movie and there's that fourth wall. But then when he just looks you directly in the eye and you're watching, yeah. you're like, wait, what the fuck? Like, it's, well, you're almost caught off guard. Yeah, right at first. Um, because you are, at this point, you're far removed from your first viewing and how you felt like when you first saw it, right? Yeah. And I'm very close to that. Um, so, like, when he first, like, looked and spoke to the camera, my instinct as a horror boy was that um, he was talking to some invisible... Like when he looked at the camera, yeah, I'm like, now the camera is acting in the perspective of this other entity that we can't see. Oh, so at first you didn't take it as talking audience. You took it as talking to some other character that hasn't yet been explained or introduced. I, that was what my brain wanted to think because, yeah. you know, I respected the fourth wall, <laughs> you know, <laughs> even when he looks right at the camera, you, you know, you think that's some kind of device you right. know, where, and it turns out it was like a house of cards, you kind of device. Um, but, uh, yeah. So when I first, the first time he did that. I was still, I don't know. It was just such this weird little like. Yeah, you don't know. You don't string. know how to interpret it. You yeah. need to. You need more. You're like, okay, that's interesting, but let's. Are you going to keep doing that? Is it going to go beyond that? Like you yeah. want? Yeah. Yeah. And I remember that feeling from watching it the first yeah, time. Yeah, it's it was weird, but it was very quick and passing, and I like it, I expertly done in a way that I kind of had to go like, well, anyway. Yeah. Nothing else is feeding into that or supporting it in any way, so I have to let it go and watch what's going to happen. Because it doesn't remain with it. Like that's yeah. why it's so like, wait, what? What is happening here? Because mm-hmm. he just kind of looks at the camera, makes one comment, and then goes back to engaging in the world itself. Yeah. Yeah. But then with the um, rewind scene, it takes it to kind of a whole it next level of what what is happening. Jumps up to 100. Yeah. yeah. It's, and, and so that happened. And like, there's just so many questions. Like, yeah, that's when they all flood in and they just breeze right past that, too. You know, like, yeah, because kind of they they're going to show it a couple times because those are the amount of times that it matters. But for the most part, like this story is just progressing and it's like. Um, there's probably a bunch of answers to all the questions that I have in terms of like the, the, the writer's like mindset and like how exactly this works and everything. Yeah. But like they only need to show you five seconds of it on the screen, you know, well, more than that. Cause the rewind was a good long sustained rewind, but yeah, even you almost think that, Oh, did the file freeze? Cause you're staring at it and it, cause it locked on the first image and then it's kind of cycling back through. Yeah. yeah and yeah. then it freezes kind of again and then restarts. 
And he picks up the remote. I thought he was like, and then that, that moment when he's looking for the remote. Yeah, I what did you was, think was happening? I when... thought he was nervously going to turn on the TV like the other. Oh, and like, try to cover it up for deal the sound. With it. Yeah, yeah. And I thought he was going to have some emotional outburst because again, of I, course, why would you think that he's going to rewind the movie that we're watching? Yeah, exactly. Just with the remote in the room, you know. <laughs> yeah. And then, so I guess they like kind of. I don't know if it was expertly explained or sloppily explained, or if there's some like lost in translation. I don't know. It's it's open, like it's, it's not explained. Well, I, I, I mean, particular. on the boat when they're talking about yeah, you know, like they, fiction. Yeah, yeah, that was that was pretty well done. It was a very casual way to deliver a little bit of potential, you know, meta commentary of, what, of what's happening. Yeah, yeah, of, of what's happening. Yeah, because he's saying like basically what the the guy's talking about um, a sci-fi story. What it sounded like that. Yeah. The main character and his family ended up in two different versions of reality. One, one in reality, material, one and in one, fictional. Yeah, yeah, in fictional. Um, and they can't bridge that gap. He yeah. talks about being, it's like a black hole that he can't reach his family on the other side. He's yeah. trapped in this one universe. Yeah. Yeah. And then, uh, and then so he's saying like, but do they, in the movie, do they show it on screen? Mm-hmm. Like, then it's just as real. It's just as real. So like, that's the comment on the, like the vi- violence in film itself for sure. I think, sure. It's, right. Yeah, it's like why? Why do he, he wants to raise these questions of why do we enjoy watching a movie like this or a movie like Strangers? Like, what does it actually do, and what does it say about being human? Like, what is this divide between watching a fictional movie where this happens and real life or whatever? Where Jeez. yeah, that's he, a, he wants this, to. He wants us. That's a sickening thought. He, it's it's almost like he wants us to just wrestle with with that. You know, he wants to throw yeah. that in our face specifically so much that he made the movie twice. Yeah, because I would like that. that feel like it raises more questions that because that's to me a very simple answer is like the all the emotions that go along with those horrible is just getting close to something like the excitement of it the some people just like the dreadful feeling it's exciting i think i don't i I don't know that it goes so much deeper that but you know maybe it does maybe we do like no yeah i know i want violence you know yeah i mean i don't think you and i are um interested in committing acts of violence we have no motivation but we love watching these movies for exactly those reasons like seeing fears or insecurities kind of manifest and brought out it's almost therapeutic in a certain way certain twisted way but um he this director and creator of this story is more suspicious like yeah you're doing it for a worse reason than that yeah yeah okay fair enough examine at least that's that's how i take it that i'm getting that too like it's taking it's sinking in now still oh man this is a tough one even after years yeah that's i mean just like antichrist these are movies to be read and interpreted and discussed you know this is an ultimate like film class movie yeah you know though like um how right after you see something it's like intangible and you remember like little bits and pieces and then it slowly reforms as like time you know, as you have some time and and you get this sort of on understanding a movie over yeah. time uh-huh and then you get this sort of like i don't know um if this makes sense but you get this sort of um image of the whole movie in your head and in i don't know it sort of has some sort of like meaning to you like yeah. when i think of alien in the broadest sense it's like claustrophobia and it's you know um, it's like a wait and see, mm-hmm. you know, I can take these, like, this is what the movie was trying to do right. with the vaguest, vaguest, you know, memory of the shape of the movie as yeah. it took, as I watched it. Um, this one is like, I'm having trouble getting any sort of like tone or sense of this is what I was supposed to, other than your typical run of the mill, um, home invasion, yeah, you know, slasher, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. Um, it's, Just all it's those, all those questions of like that, the, that the family's asking the husband, and the wife, like, why are you doing this? Like, what do you want? What is it? I see those characters like 
in Michael Hanukkah's eyes, like asking the viewer, like, why, yeah. why are you, why are you interested in watching like a family being tortured? And what is the full, what are you hoping to get out of this? And he's like, what do you, do you want them all to die? Okay, fine. Here, they all die. Like now, do you feel good about this? Like you want to kill the kid first? Like, oh, the kid's supposed to live longer than the rest of them. Kids aren't allowed to die. Fuck you. Kid gets killed kids first. Get off. blasted with a shotgun. And even they, rifle. there's like very interesting commentary between the two guys, Peter and Paul, on what's happening as well as like a violent film. Like, there's some comment that he makes to Tubby. The guy he keeps calling him Tubby. Yeah. Much to his chagrin. But when he kills the kid, he's like, oh, you can't be trigger happy like that. Like, you're supposed to count. Like, you count any money. It's not the one you land on. It's the next one. You shouldn't have killed the kid first or whatever. Yeah. There's some kind of comment on you, you shouldn't have killed the kid. Yeah. Like, that's not. You and know. it was almost like a bickering sort of like, you did it wrong, you idiot. Like, they were yeah. they were very casual about everything. The entire so time. casual. And that's part of what's menacing about watching it, right? Is Yeah. yeah. Again, with that, um, him being inspired by these... Um, kids who just grew up with everything handed to them and still committed those crimes. He said like that really terrified him with the idea of dealing with people who just don't live by normal social norms. So when you have people coming sure. over, they ask for eggs and they haven't left yet. It's like, well, can, yeah. can you go? Like, why are you still here? Like, it's normal for you to leave at this point and how horrendous it was. If, if you encounter people that don't have that sense of how to function as a human with other humans. Exactly. Yeah. That is one of a really dreadful part of the movie. I'm glad you brought that up because like when they wouldn't leave, mm -hmm. that's such a small innocuous thing. But like when you're asking them again, I think you should go. And you're like, you're still not gone. Yeah. I've asked you to leave. Aren't you? Isn't it just so awkward for you that you haven't walked out yet? And it's like, what more and, can I say to yeah, try to get them to leave? And it, it's kind of like then for me as the viewer, I'm like, okay, geez, now I really just need these people to get out of this. <laughs> I need to see that it's possible to get them out of the house because mm -hmm. it seems like it is impossible. And as it turns out, it more or less was. Yeah. Um, God, that's such a freaky, terrible concept that it is. Someone is like mm -hmm. just choosing not to hear what you're saying or yeah. respond to what you're saying kind yeah. Of. yeah but then even Ooh, all that aside the there's chills. some there's some great sequences as like a home invasion movie like the mm -hmm. kid getting out going next door that was a very exciting like when the kid steps forward and then yeah. sees the light just like kick on everywhere yeah he, he has a moment like is this smart like should i go towards this house yeah, he hesitates both directions like uh, uh maybe there's someone inside yeah he does that more than once too when he's in the house and mm -hmm. then lights are turning on he like Shook it this way. No. And he runs back. Then he runs forth. Like it's great to see the indecisiveness. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, because you don't he doesn't know what to do. And he's a kid. He's like the yeah. least sure out of everyone. Mm -hmm. You know? Um It's kind of paralleled with the mom too going out on the high or on the road and she sees a car and her first instinct is died. don't flag it down. Like don't flag it down. It might be them. And then when she sees that it's just a, a normal car or whatever, and it could have been anyone, she's like, Okay, fine, no, I should just flag the next one down. And of course the next one just happened to be yeah then. so um all right so i want to talk about the when the kid escapes and when the mom escapes yeah both, both those situations they're brought back with that same like confidence of these <laughs> these two guys right just that cool like eh, whatever even though theoretically like either the game is over like because the cops will show up because someone will be able to find a phone or something mm -hmm. or um they're gonna get caught you know something bad's gonna happen they don't neither of them suffer that that fear um and it's like, is that the same thing with when she finally shoots the guy with the gun is like, they can just undo it, you know, if it happens, mm -hmm. you know, is, I, I don't know how that works. And it's like messing with me. I'm like, so, so yeah, these characters who exist in the space where they can rewind things if shit goes wrong. And maybe that gives them an even more cooler confidence that yeah. we're in complete control of this. Yeah. Um, you know what this had, um, in 
I wonder how if Jordan Peele saw saw and took anything from this for Get Out because the um, I'm sure it's just just connective. It, it looks it feels similar, but um, when the two guys Peter and Paul were on the lawn of their like neighbors as they were going yeah, out, oh to, my god! So they were theoretically doing it then. Yeah, right. They killed those people. Well, they, I think that's the house that the kid goes okay, back right. into. So the kid goes back there. But so. what a great opening, right? You're like, is are these people threatening? Like these two guys? Why are they standing? Yeah, they're just there. Who are those guys? And they're just all quiet and awkward. Yeah. It's like I'll be over in twenty minutes. Yeah, and, and unlike other home invasion movies, they're just there the whole time. Like no masks, yeah. no anything, and you're conversing with them the entire process. It's not like they're slowly yeah. appearing and becoming more central. They're dead in the center of the frame. They just walk the in they're when just, they see you, and yeah. then they won't leave yeah. until it's done. Yeah, yeah. Um, but get out. You said um, I said it was like get out because like it was so terrifying. Is that like it was a very um forced polite pretending that things were okay but right underneath the surface was this like we are trapped totally yeah and it's and they like, both have that upper middle class thing right yeah. there's a big properties way out by a lake yeah and it's like that they can sort of hold them captive with this like um sort of uh, i don't know like manners you know yeah like, it's the context it's so well of being, mannered yeah, yeah well mannered and rich like they mm-hmm. can't like break down for a second like they oh it's it just yeah Get out, really came to, me get out get out came to my mind actually when she's running down the road it just made me think of that opening scene sure. of get out it looked like the same kind of a uh, nice straight the way it was lit and they're walking down yeah 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 i can see that too yeah wow i man it is really this one's messing with me probably the worst out of all of them yeah like, not wow. knowing what to think about it i'm Maybe. so glad i'm so glad that all that that the whole kind of concept of the film wasn't spoiled for you when you said that something's were spoiled mm, like that yeah. is that is an element of it but the whole kind of gimmicky thing that the movie's trying to do the thing that yeah, really makes said, this movie like, unique yeah if wasn't like, yeah you were able break to break the fourth wall if i knew that in any way that yeah. would have messed with my understanding of this movie i'm so lot. glad you got to just see it yeah. and just take that in for no. impression yeah yeah now i'm kind of understanding what i interpreted I think I said it at the top of this episode, like what I thought this movie was going to be like, or what that sort of spoiler I thought I had was, Yeah, is that it like kind of didn't matter the whole time. Yeah. I thought there was going to be some sort of like reveal that the kind of reveal I thought might happen was that no one gets killed and that like it was all fake or something and that like all this buildup was so insanely bad, but nothing was actually going to happen. Something like that. So that's, big, that's an interesting idea. Something big let down like that. Movie, yeah. Like I, because th- you know he's so polite and just having a good time and it's again whatever. Right. And I'm like everyone's so terrified and in the end it was just like it didn't mean that much and everyone's laughing and yeah. it was just a stupid joke and I would have hated that. Um, but I, but there I do like that idea that it's something maybe to explore. That maybe. Touch <laughs> yeah, if you can do um, it, do it right. I, that would. As a uh, viewer, I think I would, I'm the worst audience for that type of movie. I would make me so, so, so mad. It's like, yeah. it's, it was and all Hanukkah dream. wants to sit you down. <laughs> like, why do you want blood? <laughs> why must you kill these children? I want them to be dead, okay? <laughs> That's what I paid mo- good money yeah. for. All right. Even Fine. like... This is the most effective like commentary that there's ever been because it's directly about me. I get it. There's one, um, like, this is one of the first movies, I think, to do that I saw. Not the first, but it's one of those movies, first movies that I saw where, out of nowhere, just kind of like Suspiria and Insidious and Cabin in the Woods, they'll just throw insane metal music at you out yeah. of nowhere. <laughs> and the title card, right? Like, they're yep. just, they're listening to the classical music, everything's calm, and then just that screaming, horrible music that with n- the title card over above. I love that, that moment so much. Noise hardcore. Yeah. Yeah. That was... 
really gross sounding and, and it, uh, yeah and it wasn't aggressive. just like oh i'll do it for five seconds and then we'll start the movie it, it's like a minute of this insane it was yeah a really long time really prolonged with the family still just existing laughing. in this world of i think maybe that's too trying to show this disconnect between you know the where the audience is at as a viewer and yeah. the world that these characters are in because the characters are still listening to the classical music they're smiling at each other but the score over top of it is this horrible loud yeah aggressive rock and then that probably parallels what he was saying later about like you know did you see it on screen yeah then both are real because i remember wrestling with that as that scene was happening i'm like is this some like fake out track that she put on specifically that was like classical and then degraded into this <laughs> type of music to, and then that's why they're laughing because she pulled a great joke by playing this yeah, horrible you, yeah, hardcore you, music. You didn't know the kind of movie you were watching at that Exactly. Point, yeah. And um, I had no concept that potentially the editing choice could be like thematically, you know, Linked supported. Yeah, 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 yeah. And as it turns out, it probably fucking was. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, some some of the crazy effective moments, especially watching it, um, you know, for the umpteenth time, is like those moments where they're with people... Um, or they're with one of the two dudes and then talking to other people. And those characters have to wrestle yeah. with like, am I in enough danger that I should say something? Or is that going to be more of a threat? Can I handle this? Right. That opening yeah. scene. And then even when the guy comes over with the dad to help them with the boat, like who knows what was happening back at that house. If like Tubby was, Probably. I'm calling him Tubby against his yeah. wishes. Yeah. <laughs> Cause yeah. fuck that guy. He's mean. And maybe Tubby was back with the wife and said, you go help him with the boat or whatever. I'll, I'll watch here, and if anything happens, somebody will kill your wife. Because remember, they said he was acting weird too, right at the beginning. It's like, yeah, she didn't say a word. Is the he wife, acting yeah, weird? Yeah. Who are those guys? Yeah, it yeah. was just all no, like, knowing what was happening, and then like that's how it ended too. Is like they just got in a boat, threw her off, and they yeah. went to the next house, need some eggs, and started it all again. It's like they're just going yeah. house to house, like to not obeying like the laws of time and space. And they seem to like just go to where where the kind of people lead because that the house that they went to was the people who arrived on the boat midday to be to check in and be like, hey, how are you guys doing? Do you remember that scene? Yeah. Where Naomi Watts is down. It's, and it's the same kind of thing where Naomi Watts is like, these guys just broke my husband's leg. Like, are they, are they a real threat? Should I say something? Is that going to make the situation worse? Like, sh- watching her then wrestle with, yeah. what do I tell these people, knowing that she was on the other side yeah. a little earlier and well, she still couldn't learn that lesson. Well, yeah, at that point it was, you know, my yeah. husband and child are dead if I try to do something yeah. right now. And it's yeah. just going to kind of repeat and repeat. Yeah, each house is another violent film released in the United States. You're right. It is just like they just those options float to these guys. Like they're killing, yeah, Yeah. they're killing the neighbors first, and then these people show up and wave and honk with their car, and then they go and kill them, and then they take their boat to Mm -hmm. meet the friends they met the night before. I I like to like. I like how they don't show any signs of being tired. Like they clearly were awake through the night, and they're just ready to go to the next ones. Like the idea that they don't need sleep is kind of underlying extra scary thing too about these two figures yeah and so like you wonder if they're able to like somehow see the film of what of the events that they're perpetrating in in advance because that's the reason that they would have been confident enough to let her like knew they knew she wouldn't have gotten in the first car or wouldn't have stopped flagged it down yeah and that they they would be the second car. they just like went on a little just drove down the road for a little bit well they probably like i mean assuming that they can somehow know and they've got this um, yeah uh what's the omni site one omniscient yeah that's it yeah Uh um they're omniscient in that way so like they knew that all we gotta do is get in the car and wait till about this time and just drive out and follow this van that she's not gonna get in yeah you know and like they said at one point um 
there needs to be stakes. There needs to be a chance of them going, uh, being able to get away. Did you catch that? Yeah. yeah. That to yeah. the dad, I think, like right before. Or no, to her th- when she was about to shoot the dad. I think it came up more than once that there needs to be stakes or they need yeah. to fulfill. Like a bet is a bet. You want to see what happens. Yeah. You know, like yeah, yeah. there needs to be stakes. People need to be able to win. Yeah. Jeez. And yeah. So now I'm like trying to th- still, still at this moment, I'm still trying to pro- like process. It'll sit. I mean, this will be something. We can definitely come back to this too in future. Yeah, I think to, we're going to be talking about this. Because this is going to be something that you soon, simmer yeah. with, that you put on the back burner and really yeah. wrestle with. Yeah. It does um, occupy a different space for me than a lot of home invasion movies. Because, and I, yeah. I definitely thought about that going through this time too. Like, yeah. it's not fair really to weigh this against something like Strangers because this is a broader commentary on yeah. movies as such. Yeah, absolutely. It's, yeah. Uh, there are some parallels in terms of like being freaked out by people who are coming in to kill you in your home. Sure. But, but that's very limited for what this movie's doing and what the strangers is doing. Yeah. And, um, one thing I do want to talk about is like the cinematography. Mm -hmm. This movie was like weirdly patient and prolonged shots. And that, um, one of the, one of the best, like long one shots in horror movies. I think, I think so. Like the aftermath of the kid getting shot. Yeah. That's the one I brought up when we watched devil's candy Mm -hmm. when, um, in the scene in devil's candy where he enters and the girls in the closet and the camera lingers there for a bit. And I wanted it to stay. It's because in funny games, that shot is like 15 minutes of something insane. So long. Yeah. They really take their time with just about everything. Every like, that's represented in like um as a micro example in other shots like when the kid was in the other house yeah and he was like hiding behind the um the little fireplace Mm -hmm. and you could see down the hall behind him he would stay there for more than just the one shot it took for you to like place yourself yeah he stayed there and he hesitated and you heard a couple footsteps and you would go one way and you would go the other way and he would come back and hide there again uh-huh. like they prolong every scene like lasted a really long time and it, it kind of let each one of them boil a little bit on right. you um but yeah that one scene you're right it must have been like 15 straight minutes i can't imagine that day on set and like <laughs> mm-hmm. getting people and, in the mood and yeah do, having, doing that multiple times yeah having to start with like standing up breaking tape you know like turning off the tv first breaking the tape um and the hopping whole time to the kitchen yeah hopping to the kitchen cutting the tape and then going back yeah yeah and taking all that time like to do your stand-up and she has to like hop up on her feet and like stand up hop out Oof. and then he's laying motionless the whole time and he's got to get up and then like the whole time you out. don't know if he's dead like yeah you're, you I said out loud you're like is, is, he, is, is he, he still, still in the game yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> um and then he had, like gets up and has one of the most like believable like panic breakdowns attack, yeah. breakdowns i've ever seen on screen oh. like him just not able to take a breath and her just begging him to take a breath which made me like wonder i'm like does he like um never mind i was gonna say something really stupid i'm gonna just move her past, right past it i'll cut it um, out man make it look good nah dog <laughs> <laughs> um we good but yeah t- i mean tim roth you usually see as such a um like intense dude right like in tarantino films or whatever so to yep. see him someone like him breaking down is extra effective i think too yeah, naomi really watts it's kind of par for the course especially mid-2000s she was always breaking down like this in horror movies yeah, she was freaking out a lot 21 grams the two ring movies like okay. she's always yeah, yeah that's her mo letter I, ho- I hope i hope she got it out of her system yeah, well yeah you're you made a, a another point too is like how would they just do this like week after week of oh just like God. being hysterical on screen yeah you know for like hours of crying time. that many tears yeah. like okay <laughs> it was dehydrate real easy oh that golf ball rolling back in oh that was so good dude what a way to return right yeah i, I a little ever so slightly telegraphed you could 
Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, a little bit heavy-handed, but but at the still, same time, they didn't do enough. much of that, so it's that was it was beautiful. Yeah, all of it. It's just I think something about the fact that it was so slow is my brain was like throwing suggestions at every scene before right. it could happen. So right. some of the things I yeah, felt yeah. I saw coming. Also, just because you know how dreadful that would be to be like in that situation like oh i hope they don't come back soon and then like is that my wife is that him and then a golf ball ball. like like, they're not even just you don't even have that moment if they walked in and turned and saw that you were still there you go we're back that would even you'd have a moment where both of you were realizing for a second yeah but he knew he was like gonna be looking and like i know you were so fucked when someone is fucking with you like that i know i know god that that got me too um, Maybe we should um, head on over to some Instagram comments. Yeah, let's do it. Yeah, let's do it. So uh, on our um, Devil's Candy uh, post, uh, Erika Wally is going to be my pronunciation of that. A-R-I-K-A-W-O-L-L-Y. Comments, after watching the trailer, I am stoked to see this. Hell yeah. You, you nice. really got to get around to it because Devil's Candy is where Ray rocks with the devil. We had a great time listening to our episode oh, of that because that's, yeah, that's a fun episode. I love that one so much. And I'm sure the trailer is great. I think our trailer idea for it would have been better. I think so. With yep. Just the blood just cutting back between the blood splashing and the paint. Yeah, that whole scene. That scene should have been the trailer. Just the scene and then Devil's Candy. Yeah. Oh, Brown. God damn it. Why aren't we Brown. marketing for horror studios? Brown. Blumhouse, call us up. We're available. Also on Instagram coffin studios who or coffin studios maybe you guys can hire us to mm-hmm. do some of your marketing ideas hey, coffin studios said checking this episode out tomorrow i love this movie sean burns is a great director and writer cool i hope you like the episode and we agree we loved that movie and we should watch check out his first feature the loved ones yeah. sooner than later yeah and that's uh, definitely on our radar now like john burn really blew us out of the water and yeah with that showing let's do that soon yeah I'm into uh, loved ones. Cool. I'm into so, horror movies, so let's uh, check yeah, one out. I love horror movies. Great. Thanks for listening, Scaredy Cats. This is the text Chris Dave Saw Massacre. I'm Chris Vandenberg. I'm David Stoneborough. And as always, chaos reigns, chaos reigns, chaos reigns, chaos reigns. We get it. We're the bad guys. Chaos reigns. See you, scaredy cats, later. Bye, scaredy cats.